so Sean, I got a question for you. And this, uh, this question was sort of posed by my neighbor, Jack Dodge, if you're listening, thank you. Um, as just sort of a conversation piece. So the, the why is not important in the question. Your answer is what we're looking for here. If you had to go back in time and fight yourself to the death. To the death? If you had to go back in time to the death. Well, if you kill yourself, yourself won't exist. But you have to fight yourself at your absolute best shape. Like, when you are in the best shape of your life, you have to fight yourself at that time. Who, who's winning? Uh, and how old are you now, and how old do you think you were at your best shape? Uh, I'm 30 now, and at my best shape, I was probably like 12. So, <laughs> like, because as, as soon as puberty hit, I gained a lot of weight, and I stayed fat for a long time through high school. And I just now recently dropped like 80 pounds. That's pretty awesome. So maybe yeah, it's so like be my 12 year old self. <laughs> <laughs> just like fucking spark and kick that bitch in the chest and tell him, "Don't be a pussy. Take more chances. Don't be afraid of rejection." And then I'd be like, gone. <laughs> and then the kid's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then I slowly fade like, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so well. <laughs> right. Um, maybe you're in the best shape of your life now, though. No, dude. That could be a thing. When I wake up now, it's like fucking, I go to stand up and it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Rickety. So for me, I'm 29 now. At my best shape, I was probably 18 or 19. Probably 18. And, I mean, I was playing sports regularly, you know, and obviously in the best shape of my life. Like, I was a wrestler, too. So, like, I know what my younger self would do. It would just, like, dive at my own legs, you know? And, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I definitely have 50 pounds on the fucker. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know. I think I'd have to. That's a, that's a hard decision, but I would totally kill my former self. I'd take his ass down. <laughs> <laughs> How would you do it? Just like, like step on his neck and hold it there. So my younger self would definitely go for my legs. He would try to like tackle me at my waist, you know. And I one thing I always did was I never had. I was a wrestler, right? And you're supposed to keep your head up when you um, when you go for somebody for like a takedown. Well, one thing I never did very well was keep my head up, you know? So if I know that's coming and I dive in my legs, I'm just going to knee myself in the face. You know what I mean? Like, oh, boom, yeah, take yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Good answer. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the advantage is I know what they – younger me would do and also sure. i'd like to think i could throw a harder punch than younger me too welcome to another episode of geekcast x geekcast x is a podcast released each week dedicated to all things pop culture we cover the latest geek news, movies, and comics, as well as doing reviews and commentary where you, the listener, watch along with us. 
If you'd like to reach out to us with an idea or feedback, please send an email to geekastx at gmail.com. That's G-E-E-K-A-S-T-X at gmail.com. Beside me is my partner in podcasting, Jake, and I'm Sean. We give a special thanks to Anchor for giving us the tools to create this podcast. If you'd like to stay up to date and interact with us through our social media outlets, you can search GeekCastX on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We have a backlog of old episodes available on YouTube and iTunes. Our newest episodes are available on Spotify and Google Podcasts. We thank you for tuning in to another episode of GeekCastX. Well, Geeks, it's our 50th episode, and today we have some news for you. I wish we had some better news, but it cannot go without mentioning uh, Chadwick Boseman has passed away. And yeah, that is just uh, another dagger to our heart this year. Um, 2020 sucks, man. Fuck so this far. That's <laughs> pretty Dude, bad. It's just awful. How are we going to lose... Kobe Bryant and Chadwick Boseman in the same year. Like, are you kidding me? Black Mamba and Black Panther. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's pretty. Not only that, like, you know, uh, to, that nobody knew. He, he passed away from he, – he lost the battle with colon cancer. And nobody knew about it. And, and it's kind of, that's why it's so shocking, I think. You know what I mean? Uh, versus, like, you know, when, um, like, Patrick Swayze passed away, like, you know, we, we all knew he had like throat cancer or whatever, I believe. I don't remember. He, he had some kind of cancer. We all knew he had it. And when he passed away, we knew, you know, the end was coming versus this is out of nowhere. Right. Oh, that sucks. And he was doing like, he was showing up places, you know, visiting sick kids in the hospital with cancer themselves, like just showing up like. I'm Black Panther. I'm here to make your last days better. And dude dies of colon cancer himself. That's just awful. I want to say that I I felt like I remember seeing pictures of him and being like, man, he looks kind of thin. You know what I mean? I agree. I know. I agree 100%. Just like, like him in, not even Black Panther, but in captain america civil war like Mm -hmm. he is way more filled out in that movie than he is in black panther like well if you look at the suit they also changed the design of the suit like his mm -hmm. suit was a lot bulkier and bigger and then right when uh shuri like redesigned it it got a little more streamlined I know, but you know when you see it like in somebody's face, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, the, like cheeks or yeah, look a little oh, more. Man, that just... So I know the internet made lots of its own comparisons, but like honestly, like this, I know the internet said whatever. It's like Christopher Reeves, and sure, that's somebody famous who played a superhero who died, but like honestly. Like, I remember when Christopher Reeves died and, like, like that that hit hard. You know, like, him, Carrie Fisher, Chadwick Boseman. Like, you know, when those people have passed away, it's just, like, I would say those are my fantasy three right there. Sci-fi fantasy three. 
Yeah, I would agree. Definitely when Chris Reeve dies, though, because, like, you know what? He's Superman. He's supposed to be the face of hope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what, uh, I mean, Black Panther is basically the black Superman, if you think about it. He, he, he gave, you know, black children someone they could be. You know what I mean? Like, like when they're playing with their friends and stuff. I kind of important. Exactly. That's what I that's the word I was thinking for, looking for that. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Gave them a voice. Uh it's just it, it just it really sucks, you know? I mean there's just so much possibility there. You know, it, it's not just him, you know, carrying on his Black Panther, but like he was a great actor in his own right. Yeah. You know? He made like like seven or eight movies while he had stage three colon cancer. That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, aren't those filming days like I was here? They're like fourteen hour days when they're out there filming. I mean, some sometimes. <sighs> Absolutely nuts. Rest in peace, Chadwick. So with this being our 50th episode, um, we've had the idea of sharing some bloopers with you that we, well, we've saved over the course of making our podcast. And um, the first one on the docket is just one of my personal favorites. This is from episode 47, um, which I cannot think of the name of right now, but I don't know. I don't know the name of it either, but like a lot of our bloopers, like if they don't come straight from the episode uh, where we're like, you know, just talking and like, we'll like mess up a line or something. A lot of them come from uh, like an in-between takes, if you will. Cause we'll tell you, should we share a little behind the scenes? Like, so we record in segments. So each segment we do, like we'll do the, the news, pause it. And in between, you know, sometimes we'll goof off. And this particular first one, I call this the smoker story blooper. This is so, and to build on what Sean said, he likes to do voices sometimes in between the takes. And this is my favorite of Sean's voices. Enjoy. Want to hear something really funny? Sure. So at work, uh, we got this new girl. And she worked there before, but left, and now she's back. And, like, she has this, like, remember working at the, the farm, and you have, like, the, your server voice, like, hey, how, how are you doing today? Can I get you started something to drink? You know, lemonade water? Versus, mm-hmm. like, your normal voice. Well, she does that on cashier. You know what I mean? So her normal voice is like, hey, what's up? Versus, like, hey, did you find everything okay? Like, like fucking sounds like snow fucking white. I swear to God. So she's like, oh, I just need to see your ID for that. And like, you know, like your total is going to be 472. And like, I'm just like laughing my ass off. Like, if you're going to do a voice, I swear it, wouldn't it be more funny if you did like an old smoker's voice and you sound like Roz from, you know, Monsters, Inc. Like, hey, how are you? Welcome to Lowe's. You find everything all right? (laughs) Your total is going to be 842. All right. Bye now. Have a nice night. Oh fuck! Oh man, I don't even care. I'm saving that as a blooper. I know that's not <laughs> really one, but that was pretty funny. 
All right. So for this next blooper coming up, uh, it was I, I want to say it was probably the DBZ episode, very DBZ he- DBZ heavy one. Um, so we're talking about how Jake was talking about how Goku is one of his favorite characters in basically all forms of DBZ media, and at one point he's like starts listing one by one every single kind of media that you know Goku has appeared in and at one point I'm just like okay I get it like you know we, we get it man and so this one's called the DBZ run on probably one of my favorite characters of all time not just in Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and GT and Super and Resurrection F and Broly 1 2 and 3 all right now you're dragging it on all right cut <laughs> <laughs> So for this blooper, we were doing our Black Lives Matter special episode with our guest Amanda, and I was trying to talk about how Denny O'Neill brought race to comics, and we were also talking about, is it Ra's al Ghul or Ra's al Ghul? So check it out. And why we mentioned him today on our Black Lives Matter special is he's one of the first to bring race, or excuse me, told you. <laughs> let me yeah let me start that over <laughs> i wasn't gonna say racial goal i was gonna say john stewart no race as an issue <laughs> so this particular blooper coming up was i believe from the fandom event we were in between takes and for some reason i just had this weird idea like i think you were talking about the jokers um was it like the three jokers or like the joker wars thing going on there was a, they did like, they did a Joker panel. You know what I mean? Okay. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, they, they just had like famous people talking about the Joker. Right. Okay. So in, in, in the midst of this, the idea sprouted in my brain, like everyone has their own definitive Joker. And so I thought, Jake, what, what do you think the Joker should laugh like? Like if you were the Joker, how would you sound? And so that's how this came around. And I make a fool of myself. No, you did great. <laughs> um, Jake, can we pause for a second and do something just for me really quick? I want you to do your best Joker laugh, like what you think it should sound like, and then I'll do mine. Uh, is this for the episode? Are we keeping this in? I mean, you're editing, so it's up to you. Fuck. Get in the mindset. Pretend you're the Joker. You just beat the shit out of you just beat the shit out of Jason Todd with a crowbar. What are you gonna do? You go first. You go first. <laughs> you go first. No, you do. Oh, look away. I'm picturing. All right, you got it. <laughs> Something like that. I don't fucking know. No, dude, it's got to be like more natural. I feel I, that was pretty good. I'll give you props. Are you gonna this do yours or what, bitch? Yeah, I'm getting to. It. I gotta get into the mindset. I feel like it would start off slow. You know what I mean? I like the Hamel one. How it's like, you know, like. Like, <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? It's kind of obnoxious. <laughs> I like how he holds it out though. You're like. <laughs> Like that kind of shit. <laughs> Fucking weird. Oh Doesn't man, that's not creepy though. It's supposed to be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get the ha ha's in there. 
I'm definitely saving all this for the blooper episode. <laughs> I feel like mine gets very high pitched though, like my natural laugh. Like if I'm really laughing at something, it gets pretty high pitched. My neighbor's thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> so for this next one, um, Sean and I did a Black Lives Matter episode, not to be confused with our special that we did with Amanda, but we ranked our favorite black superheroes for the top five. And Sean decided to play a little joke on me right beforehand. Yeah, so because for usually before each episode, we'll have a pitch for each, you know, top five. And he was vague. He said um, black heroes. And so I took that and I, I knew what he meant, but I took my own little spin on it. So here's that. Ugh. All right, you ready for black superheroes? Yeah, uh, I feel like I said black heroes. So this is going to be interesting. All right. Three, two, one, mark. Hero? Yeah. What, what, what do you mean? Are are we? I mean, this is our genre, right? Who are you? Who, who'd you have for number five? Just tell me. I put Blade. I put Rosa Parks. What the? <laughs> fuck? I said. Oh my I said God. black heroes. I didn't say superheroes. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't think that that is appropriate. God damn. <laughs> it's all right. It's oh, all right. Jake, I'm joking. I'm joking. So as a listener of our podcast, I'm sure you guys are all familiar with our intros. Um, believe it or not, those were scripted. Uh, I'm pro- probably sure it's obvious. And so for shits and giggles, um, Jake and I were trying to see who could do it fastest the most with most coherent speaking and speed and this was my version of it this was my speed run welcome to another episode welcome to another episode of geek cast x geek cast x is a podcast released each week dedicated to all things pop culture we cover the latest geek news movies comics as well as doing reviews and commentaries where you the listener can watch along with us if you'd like to reach out with with, with an idea or feedback please send an email to geekcastx at gmail.com g-e-e-k-a-s-t-x at gmail.com beside me is my partner in podcasting jake and i'm sean ah! oh that was great so as as our listeners know, we always have the top five. That's that's finishes out our episode. We rank stuff, and we mentioned we put some honorable mentions in there. And Sean always likes to say, in no particular order, these are my honorable mentions. Well, eh, sometimes I think this maybe was, he does this have was a particular order. Time. Yeah, I was gonna say I think this one was one of our first ones that we did that. Oh, you know, it, it has to be honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So. I preface by saying in no particular order, and then I have a brain fart. This is what this is what happens next. I will. All right. So for my honorable mentions, in no per, I preface this no particular order. Uh, number one, I, I mean no <laughs> order. Sorry. Why did I say that? Fuck. <laughs> so this next blooper comes from our episode uh, where we were ranking our top five DC cinematic like Snyderverse moments. And um, somewhere along the line, Jake forgot that we were doing DC and uh, crossed universes. And uh, this is what happened next. Towards the end of um, the Aquaman movie, where he first gets his his traditional Iron or uh, <laughs> fuck me, <laughs> I was about to say Iron Man. God, why is this so hard tonight? 
So Mark 52 armor? Yeah, shit. All right, we may as well just do it from the fucking top again. God damn it. We'll <laughs> get through this, I swear to God. Mention, all right, it says the Carathon resembles a colossal combination of a squid, a shrimp, and a dragon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm going to say that. So this next segment, I will admit, I get a little stubborn, and um, I can't spell worth shit. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> what I got to say? You spelled Stephen wrong. No, I didn't. Stephen King is spelled with a PH. No, it's not. The guy who wrote it. It's PH. I bet $100. Shake on it, son. We'll do it right now. Oh, God damn it. I think I am wrong. Okay, so coming up uh, is like the next three or four bloopers are from our April Fool's Day uh, cast where we basically pretended we were from the future in 2099. And the one coming up is based around Jake did a... uh, instead of doing a regular panel review, it's the future. So I figured, wouldn't it be cool if we had like a VR virtual reality kind of panel review? And it's basically me doing some more silly voices. So enjoy. Barbara was the commissioner as like the granny voice instead of like being like, you know, oh, we got to stop the Joker. Was she all like, come get your dehydrated cookies and milk? <laughs> Yes, I would say much more like that than, you know, just in commissioner. All right. So, out of five, what would you rate it? How many, how many galactic novas? I'd, I'd, I'd give it four galactic novas. Um, yeah. Out of five. Just four. I mean, the the voice acting kind of stinks. Yeah, out of five. Right on. I'll be sure to pick up that holocron. So the next one is also from our 2099 April Fool's Day episode. Um, Sean, like on the fly, comes up with a fake sponsor that we turned into a real soda. So check it out. For more information on SWIG, visit www.swig.org backslash Mars. All right. So this one coming up is based around Game of Thrones. We were talking about the future in the future in 2099, how finally, uh, hopefully, uh, George R.R. R. Martin releases the rest of the books. And we we're talking about the show. And somewhere around season eight, there's a, after Daenerys destroys, you know, the, the town or city or whatever, um, you know, we catch up with Arya and a white horse shows up out of nowhere. And so Jake and my brother Brian, who used to be on the cast, were talking about how stupid that white horse was. So they came up with this running joke where between them, they'd just be like, fuck that white horse. And I kind of took that and added it to the episode uh, without any context. So enjoy that. He angrily pointed at me with the fingers. (laughs) That's funny because I overheard your grandfather saying something about fucking the white horse. (laughs) 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 Like, what the hell kind of show is that where they're fucking horses? Yeah, we're cutting uh, that out. All right, get into po- Pokemon. Uh, uh, I thought that would be funny. Oh, God. Fuck that horse, they say. As they argued over who was who was the best Robin. 
My, I remember my grandfather's last words were, uh, what do they say when death comes for us? Not today, unless you haven't paid your medical insurance. All right. <clears throat> Three, two, one, mark. And this actually marks, uh, this year actually marks the, uh, I got to pull a number out of my ass. Uh, Pokemon's been out since 95. So this one, again, part of the 2099 episode. Um, yeah, so for a lot of this episode, we were making shit up because we're pretending to be from the future and all kinds of stuff. And one thing that's good to point out about this little blooper is Sean actually um, refers to his grandfather, which is supposed to be him. And, you know, and I, I do the same thing in the episode as well. Like we are pretending to be grandsons of ourselves, which, yes, that's that it's as ridiculous as it sounds. But um, also, Sean, where were you going, man? Holy crap. Check this one I- out. Ugh. See, I was gonna say, have you started my a, grandfather a dream of spring? No, before? no, I haven't. My grandfather used to read me those stories to, to sleep. Like he'd read those to me in, uh, at night at bedtime, and uh, he would always, you know, when always he would finish the um the the winds of winter, he'd always say to me, grandson. He'd say. <laughs> Where the fuck you going with this? I don't know. <laughs> this one is also from our 2099 episode. And I feel like majority of these were from that because, you know, we're having a laugh. We're making it up as we go and we say some ridiculous things. And uh, this one, I feel like, was like a verbal rock uh, so to speak, where as we're going, I say this line and Jake just stops in his tracks. It was, it was a good one. Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> this, this word, plebe, that Sean came up with like on the fly. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but I just, I thought it was so funny. I still think it's funny. Check it out. Right. Thankfully, we could still, you know, record and transmit our uh, episodes for you guys off the, um, you know, the space shuttle to get here. But man, nine months is rough. I mean, it was nice having, you know, having our own cabins this time and, you know, flying first class, like, you know, great, like all the great podcasters do, but right. You know, they they really uh, stepped it up for the entertainment biz because they used to just have standard rockets but now they're more like uh i don't know how like uh like freighters does that make sense how they're more like a like a like a yacht where there's like different cabins like before first our first trip up here i don't know about you jack but up here i didn't get to fly first class i was down with the plebes (laughs) (laughs) at a shared quarters yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh damn okay
that wasn't even the best part of the joke. Uh, this next one coming up uh, is basically, so when we're doing the cast, sometimes like on the fly, we have to look up things to see how things are pronounced or whatever. And we'll have like a little bit of conversation and we'll, you know, cut that out. And uh, this one is basically us talking about what the giant fish monster thing from Aquaman was called. And we have like this in-depth conversation and all of that went out the window. Ask me what I have for number four. Mark it and ask. Sorry. <laughs> is that when it gets the suit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want me to look it up so I can pronounce it for you? <laughs> no. Carafin? Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Mark. All right. So who did you have for number four? What, or what did you have for number four? I have Aquaman talking to the big monster fish. Uh, sort of at the end <laughs> of... <laughs> Fuck pronunciation. I get around it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we should have just saved that entire, like, part right there. <laughs> it's Carathon. How yeah. do you fucking know? You don't know. I'm looking it up on the wiki and it says pronounced as. Carathen? Carathen. The Carathen is a colossal sentient <laughs> sea creature. Alright, alright. Do it over again. Also, it's a female, so obvious name is Carathen. Car- Just say Carathen. That sounds cooler. Three, two, one. Mark. So, who did you have for number Damn it. Three, two, one. Mark. So, what moment did you have for number four? I went with Aquaman talking to the uh, big-ass fish monster. I think I think you say uh, Carathen? Carathen is what it's called. Um, towards... Close enough. Close enough, thank you. Towards the end of... All right, folks, it's time for our weekly top five where we rank different topics and don't tell each other what's on our list. Coming up next. All right, Geeks, so with our 50th episode, we, of course, have to do a top five to cap it off. Um, For this week's top five, we decided to go with the Batmobile theme in celebration of the Batman trailer. And yeah, Sean and I have just been talking about these, so we thought we'd give it a shot. Sean, you want to start off with your number five? Uh, Yeah, sure. So for number five, I had the Chris Nolan verse the Tumblr. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of low on the list just because when I think of the Batmobile, I think of something sleek. You know what I mean? It, it, it was badass because it was like a fucking tank. I could go on rooftops and crash through the sides of buildings and warehouses and, and, and parking garages. But like as far as Batmobiles go, it, it was more of a tank than a Batmobile, I think. Word. I got it. My number five. I went and don't laugh at me, but I think it's, I think it's a good pick. I went with Lego Batman's Batmobile, and my reasoning behind that is that Batmobile turns into a plane, a boat, 
anything he needs because it's Legos and it does that. I just always think it was cool and I like that it's all black and I like the design of it. Aren't aren't all Batmobiles typically all black? Typically. No. Modern day, sure. Um also the tumbler does turn into the bat pod, just saying. This is true. This is true. <laughs> a lot of I guess a lot of the Batmobiles do turn into something or they have some sort of like if it contingency breaks, plan? Contingency plan. There you go. Um but yeah, I like the Lego Batmobile cuz it like turns into anything. What's your number 4? 66. The Futura. Adam West's Batmobile. I always thought that was really cool because I like the concept of it's like a regular car, but then like it's been modded to be the Batmobile. And I love that red trim and like the red highlights, like the red bats on the the wheels and stuff and how he has like the bat phone right there in the middle of the console. That is And cool. it's, a classic. it's a classic. The trunk has a uh, full like detective, like traveling detectives case. Or what is it? Crime lab. The trunk is You're a crime right. lab. That's yeah, that too. Okay, okay. So for my number four, I went with, and I guess I call it the '80s Batmobile, and I think it's '80s and '90s really. Um, but and it's not like the Tim Burton one. This car is straight up from the comics. It is definitely like you were saying, sleek. Um, it is actually blue and has like yellow bats on it. But I just I think it looks pretty cool. It is like a street racer. Like it looks like a, it looks very very like low to the ground. It just the car looks fast, and has I don't know. I just I think it looks like a yeah race car. Honestly, one of those little not like stock car, but like maybe like Indy five hundred race car. Sure, thing looks like it goes fast. This would be the car that Jason Todd stole the tires off of. Oh, there you go. Is it the one with the black bat on the front? Like the face? No, uh uh-uh. I'm going to have to look it up then. Uh, Actually, maybe you're right on that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think there are ears. It's like, but it's like on top of the car. It's not like a battering ram. No, yeah, yeah. Not that. Okay. Fair, uh, fair choice. Yeah. Who's your number three? Number three, I had Michael Keaton's Tim Burton Batmobile. Oh, excellent choice. Yeah, I like, uh, I mean, it's a classic. That's like the Batmobile we all think of when we think of the Batmobile, I think, because uh, that was kind of the most, that was the first time we actually saw a live action Batmobile other than the 66 one. And uh, it's it's a classic, you know, it's a, Curvy, sexy-looking car, low to the ground. Um, it has that cool little whoosh kind of opening, and the yes. jet turbine thing you can see right there up in the front. Mm-hmm. It's a damn good car. For my number three, I decided to call it the Dick Sprang Mobile, although many other artists drew it. The Batmobile from like the 1940s and 50s. It is a like long blue sedan with, of course, like the bat single bat wing spoiler popping up off the back. 
and it has like a Batman like face or like I don't know helmet. It has a it's like if Batman's mask covered his entire face, and then there was like a spike pointing out the bottom. I always thought it'd look cool if he wore that as a helmet, but it's like a battering ram that's Batman's head at the front of the Batmobile. And actually, I. I- I think they use that face for the bat bots in Kingdom Come, right? Ah, uh, they probably yes, yes they did. Yeah, those robots that he programs to take care of Gotham City. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, but yeah, I love that car. Good shit. Who's your number two? Uh, number two is the newcomer. To the uh, the Bat Batmobile family, uh, I think the Batinson Batmobile looks pretty tight because uh, from what we've seen in the trailer uh, and the you know, I guess publicity publicity photos where you know uh, Matt Reeves showed us it from like three different sides. I love the fact that it looks like a regular car and it's souped up. I think uh, in the trailer when we saw it in action, you know, we saw it revved up and stuff. It, it definitely a new contender for favorite Batmobiles. I did like it as well. I got to see it before I put it on my list though. Like in the movie, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I gotta, I gotta like, I gotta like see how he sits in the car, you know, hopefully sitting, you know, behind the wheel. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Um, with the tumbler went underneath. You remember? (laughs) Uh, Right. You know how to drive stick. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, I gotta get me one of these. Don't we? Doesn't all come in black. All right. Your price uh, is my number two. <laughs> so for my number two, I went with the tumbler. Um, yeah, I freaking love all that off-road shit. Like, oh man, I, I can dig that. Like him being able to drive everywhere driving on right. top of rooftops and shit. I love that. I you know, I know what you mean about it's not like sleek, but it is it is function over fashion, if you will, Mr. Wayne. Um, right. And, and that being said, as soon as you said off-road, I'm like, "Boy, does he go off-road." <laughs> I'm like, "Why on rooftops, bro?" Like, yeah, that's yeah. off-road. And the fact that it turns into a motorcycle when it breaks down, that's pretty awesome too. I mean, I know that's a separate vehicle, but yeah, I, I love the Tumblr. I think that's awesome Batmobile. And the fact that, that was that was genius on Nolan's part, like making the two front tires become the Bat Pod. Yes. That was freaking epic. Do you think he got that idea from Burton? I don't I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Always a possibility. I want to say why it's low on my list. Like I was saying sleek and stuff, but because like, remember how like when he smashes through the side of that warehouse thing or the, the parking garage and then Scarecrow's like, now there's a Batman. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like Batman's supposed to be stealthy, right? Yeah. That thing is not yep. stealthy. <laughs> Unless it's a dark alley, then he finds it in a bright ass city like Chicago. Um, <laughs> doesn't he say at one point stealth mode I think he does yeah it's like the beginning of the dark night oh. maybe no 
I, I don't know. That's going far. I don't think so. Back. Who you got for your honorable mentions? All right. In no particular order, honorable mentions. I have the Arkham series Batmobile. Uh, in the first one, it was more of a classic sleek looking car Batmobile, but in the you know, predecessors, it turned more into a tank. Uh, the Batman the Animated Series Batmobile, because that's another classic one from our childhood. We can always picture that in our minds from the uh, opening credits theme. Uh, Batman Beyond, because, you know, the Batman of the future has to have a sweet ride. And again, it has those red trim and stuff. And when you see it from the inside, you know, it like links up to the Batsuit. Uh, and then... You mentioned it earlier. I put down the original Batmobile with battering ram. So basically, the what what did you refer to it as? Like sort of like a helmet, almost. Well, no. What did you call it? Oh, I called it the Dick Sprang Batmobile. Yeah, that's the one I had. So, and I wrapped them up. Cool. So for my honorable mentions, I went with the Batman Forever Batmobile. I actually do kind of did kind of think that design was cool, um, but not cool enough to make the top five, obviously. More neon. Yeah. Um, I have the animated series Batmobile, um, the first one, the blue one. I was it's cool. I mean, it's 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 the it's the Batmobile I grew up with. So it has to be like on my honorable mentions. Um, I've got the 1966 Batmobile, Adam West's. And I'm pulling another one from the comics. The I'm going to call this one Dick's Batmobile. Um, oh, this yeah, one yeah. comes. Yeah, this one comes from Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly's run on Batman and Robin. While Bruce is dead, they get a new Batmobile that Damien kind of soups up. And yeah, this one flies and drives. So. I just I always think that's a cool aspect to the Batmobiles when it's like, yeah, this thing can fly too. Like, <laughs> is that know? the one where it's like more round and also has like a red bat on it? Um, yes, and I think yeah, I, I'm trying to picture it in my head. So it is more round. It it has like a red um, like windshield. Yeah, and then I think it has a red bat on it too. Or maybe the windshield is in the shape of a bat. I don't remember. I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm going to guess we both have the same number one then. Mm, No, but go ahead. Okay. All right. You already said mine. Okay. Oh, okay. So for my number one, I put the Snyder Batmobile. Oh, all right. Because I look how I like how it looks like it has damage to it, and that they you know they pieced it together back in the bat or the bat cave rather, and. Uh, how it looks like a classic Batmobile. It's nice and sleek and has those sexy curves and the wings and everything as well as being like a tank. Mm-mm. Good pick. I have the 1989 Batmobile. I got Keaton's Batmobile on there. Um, same same stuff you said. I I guess I like my Batmobile to be real sleek and to be like a street Slow. racer car. Sean says it only drives like 25, 35 miles an hour in the movies, and <laughs> I don't personally care, but I think the car looks fucking badass. I love the voice control. It turns into oh, its yeah. own little bat pod. 
I mean, it just to me that is the best designed Batmobile of all time. Like, like that car looks the absolute best. That if if I could have my own Batmobile, that would be the Batmobile I would have. Yeah, and I gotta say, it is a sweet looking car, and I feel like all after that subsequent Batmobiles kind of did its own version of what Tim Burton did as far as like, you know, it's long and has, you know, the fins on the back, uh, has that cool little whoosh forward cockpit thing. Right. It's good shit. My favorite Batmobile, man, if I owned that, I would drive that everywhere. Like, Oh man, I would love that. Can you imagine taking that through a drive-thru? Dude, that would be awesome. Except when it rains because you have to, like, the whole, like, front of the car has to open up for, like, your window to open. So. <laughs> well, I was I was thinking about how, like, how is it going to make those turns so long? Well, the Keaton one's not that long. The um, Batman Forever one is a whole lot longer. And Clooney's is a whole lot longer. The animated series one is like a mile long. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, that Keaton one's it's it's short, like Keaton. All right, geeks, we uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, our fiftieth episode, and we hope you laughed at our bloopers as hard as we did. Uh, catch you next time. Here's to fifty more. See you, geeks. Fuck that horse. (laughs) Fuck that white horse.